Welcome to the Teacher's Tribe podcast. I am your host, Maxine McFarlane, a Jamaican educator living in the United States of America, and I'm a nurturer of minds and hearts. In the last episode, I talked about a different kind of tiredness that I was experiencing. Since then, I took my own advice, and it has made a big difference. It feels great to move out of the stuck state of being and to have a more settled experience. I am very happy to share tried and proven tips with you today. If this is your first time listening, you can find links to all episodes at theteacherstribe.com forward slash podcast. Albert Einstein asked the question, how many people are trapped in their everyday habits? Part numb, part frightened, part indifferent? He also said, to have a better life, we must keep choosing how we are living. Let's talk about this some more on the other side of this. Passionate teaching is what we do. The joy of learning brings the light too. For parents and teachers everywhere. After recording episode 045, A Different Kind of Tired, I realized anew how the simple act of breathing can make a significant difference. I started using this technique more frequently, and I also realized that most of the tired feeling that I was having was really mental. I think I was still carrying the mental baggage of last school year without realizing it. This made me think of a story I read many years ago. It was about a man traveling along a road, carrying a heavy load. The load was so heavy that the man was barely able to carry it. A fellow traveler in a cart came along and offered him a ride, which the burdened man accepted. After a while, the cart driver looked over at the man And to his surprise, he noticed that the man was still carrying the load on his back. He said to the man, I offered you a ride so that you could rest from the weight of the load you were carrying. Why do you insist on carrying it? The man responded, Sir, you were very kind to give me a ride. I can't expect your animal to carry both my burden's weight and my own. Now we can chuckle at the man's response and think that he was not very wise because he didn't realize that the animal would still be bearing the weight of his load, whether it was on his back or placed in the cart. Is it possible that we sometimes sit with the intention to take a break and rest, but end up feeling restless and tired because we haven't fully unburdened ourselves? I believe it is. And therein lies the root of the problem that had me feeling 
Tired Plus Tax. Now it's time to get unstuck. I have spent the past two weeks working on changing my state because not only did it feel uncomfortable, but it was also not serving me. I am happy to report that I am in a much better place this week and it is due to a few simple habits that I have been practicing. In addition to the breathing exercise that I mentioned earlier, here are three simple additional tips that have helped me and I hope will help you if you are feeling stuck. Number one, get out in nature. A daily dose of sunshine and fresh air is a habit that I have become more consistent with. This choice was an easy one for me, especially when I consider how beneficial walking the trails was for me during the uncertain months in the height of the pandemic last year. North Carolina summers are not only hot, but the humidity is unbearable, even for this island girl who grew up in the tropics. Unlike Jamaica with its wonderful sea breeze, the steamy, stifling heat here in North Carolina is often a deterrent for getting outside. I like to walk in the mornings before the temperature gets to 80 degrees. And before I know it, I have completed three miles or even more. The fireworks on my Fitbit that celebrates that I have already achieved 10,000 steps before I return home is wonderful motivation. If motivation is low, I just play the mind game of committing to walking for just 10 minutes each day. That is an easy goal, which doesn't require much time. I can just walk around the neighborhood or on the track at one of the schools in our area. However, once I'm out there and have accomplished that goal, it doesn't take any additional effort to keep on going. If I choose not to continue, and that has not happened yet, I will still feel accomplished because I met the goal of walking for 10 minutes. I also use this time out in nature to get my daily dose of sunlight, which has several health benefits. I read an article from selecthealth.org recently that outlined seven such benefits. Allow me to share three of them with you as a reminder. I know these are things we already know, but here we go. Number one, being out in nature improves your sleep. The article says, and I quote here, your body creates a hormone called melatonin that is critical to helping you sleep. Because your body starts producing it when it's dark, you usually start to feel sleepy two hours after the sun sets, which is one of the reasons our bodies naturally stay up later in the summer. Research indicates that an hour of natural light in the morning will help you sleep better. Sunshine regulates your circadian rhythm by telling your body when to increase and decrease your melatonin levels. So, the more daylight exposure you can get, the better your body will produce melatonin when it's time to go to sleep. Number two, being out in nature reduces stress. Melatonin also lowers stress reactivity and being outside will help your body naturally regulate melatonin, which can help reduce your stress level. Additionally, because you're often doing something active when you're outside, like walking or playing, that extra exercise also helps to lower stress. And the 
third one is it fights off depression. It's not just in your head. There's a scientific reason being in the sunshine improves your mood. Sunshine boosts your body's level of serotonin, which is a chemical that improves your mood and helps you stay calm and focused. Increased exposure to natural light may help ease the symptoms of seasonal affective disorder, a change in mood that typically occurs in the fall and winter months when there are fewer hours of daylight. So practicing getting outside is my first tip. So on to tip number two, which is drink more water. One of the hazards of teacher life is the inability to use the restroom frequently. As a result, I tend to drink less water than I should when school is in session. Summer break is the perfect time to get back into the habit of drinking enough water, especially because the temperatures are on the rise. We all know that water is beneficial to our bodies because it helps to lubricate and cushion our joints, keep a normal temperature and get rid of wastes. Keeping my body hydrated has really helped me to feel better. I have developed the habit of drinking a cup of warm lemon water before my walk every morning. After the walk, it's easy to rehydrate because it is warm outside. I have met a few people who walk at about the same time, including officers from our local police department who drive along the trails on golf carts with coolers filled with ice and distribute water bottles. Seeing neighbors walking their pets out for a run, walk, or bike ride, and listening to the birds, watching the tall trees dancing in the gentle breeze, and inhaling the fresh morning air puts me in a state of serenity and does wonders for my mind. So, get out in nature and drink more water. My third and final tip is get more sleep. Do you remember when I mentioned in tip number one that one of the benefits of getting a daily dose of sunlight provides the benefit of improving your sleep? Well, in addition to getting the daily exposure, I have been working on going to bed earlier so I can enjoy a good night's sleep. I know many of us live with the mindset that since we're on summer break and don't need to wake up early for work, there's no problem with staying up late. The summer months make it even easier for us to stay up late because the evenings are long. At the moment, the sunset time in my location is 8.30 p.m. If I use the daylight hours to determine my activities, I find myself completing my evening routine later. And before I know it, the clock is showing 10 p.m. The reality is I don't always get enough sleep during the school year, so I am opting to do so while I can. A little snooze during the daytime can be an added bonus too. Although I've had opportunities to nap, I haven't felt the need to do much of that because I'm getting more restful sleep at night. I'm also deriving the additional benefit of more energy and a better mood. I am not a health education teacher or healthcare provider, but these tips have worked for me and I feel a lot better now that I have emerged from that feeling of being tired and stuck. Give them a try and share your results with me on Instagram or Facebook. I would also love to hear your best tips. What do you do when you are feeling stuck? Now that I have implemented these simple habits, 
I'm actually feeling motivated to start thinking about plans for the upcoming school year and will make that my focus next week. I will also be focusing on sharing ways to support beginning teachers as well as parents and caregivers who are getting their children ready for school for the first time. Stay tuned for more information about that. As I wrap up this episode, keep this quote from Zain Malik in mind and reference it whenever you need to. And I quote here, There comes a day when you realize turning the page is the best feeling in the world because you realize there is so much more to the book than the page you were stuck on. I'm turning the page right now and it feels so good. I believe you can have the same experience. Just find the habits that will do that for you and bring you joy. Until next time, walk good and one love. For the joy of learning, subscribe to the teacher's strike.